Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, May the 21st in 2020 on When I Rise. We're in year A and we break away from the seventh Sunday of Easter liturgy because today is the ascension of the Lord. So 40 days after Easter, Jesus ascends or returns to the Father. And so here we are in the midweek of this week, 40 days after Easter, celebrating the ascension of the Lord. There's a different set of texts for this particular day. And so since we're on Thursday, we'll go to the New Testament text for the week, which is Ephesians 1, uh, 15 through 23. So I'll read that passage and then I'll provide a couple points of reflection then we'll spend some time praying along its theme. Special happy anniversary to my in-laws, Mark and Barb. Hope you have a great day today. But thanks for making us party morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in all my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart would be enlightened in order that you might know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people. And his incomparably great power for us who believe, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is the word of God for us. Ever since the beginning of the church, there has been this great argument about what exactly is the utility of prayer. There are some thinkers that suggest that when we pray, we look backwards. We're simply uncovering all that God is already destined to reveal according to his own time in the midst of his world. Um, Other folks feel like we're co-creating with God as we pray, and so we're not looking backwards uh, about what God has already done and decided, but we're looking forwards and we're working with God and we're uncovering uh, the potential of God's world as we walk with God in relationship with him. I think what we see in Paul's prayer here to the over the Ephesians church in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, he has a bit both in mind. First, at the very center of it, Paul wraps his hopes for the Ephesian church around a great truth, is that through God's mighty power and by his glory, he raised Jesus from the dead and he seated him in heavenly places. And Paul says that because of that great truth, now he wraps around that truth, his petition and his confession. He wants God to reveal that same power, uh, to have that same power exerted through the church in Ephesus as he prays for them. Uh, First, he confesses that ever since he heard of their great faith, he's been thankful. And so he recognizes that what God did in Christ, God is doing to the Ephesian church. And so he is grateful. But his main petition in prayer is that God would open their eyes so they could see everything that God seeks to reveal uh, to the church because of what he has done through Christ. And he has a great hope that God is going to do so. 
uh, that who that church is today is not going to be who they are down the road because God is going to continue to shape and to mold them and to show them who Jesus is. Paul's got two timelines in mind. He's got the timeline of what he looks, uh, what he hopes for the Ephesian church, but he also has a timeline of what God's going to do in all the world. You notice in verses 22 and following, And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. The great reality of the church is that we're the body of Christ, and we're going to continue to be so, and it's, become, it's going to become more and more evident and clear the longer that we journey and God's story with him. And so Paul is praying a big, bold prayer for the church. And so what does that say for us today? I think a couple things. Number one, I think it teaches us to pray. We pray by confessing a great truth and then wrapping our petitions around it. Um, And in doing so, we pray the prayer of faith. Whenever we pray, we pray not just by things that we see, but things that we would like to see and that God um, destines and wants to see as well. And so if you and I have a burden that we're carrying, a loved one, a friend that we would like to see come to the faith, or a loved one that we would like to see God's power heal or restore, we don't pray with the evidence of what is seen. Uh, we hold that burden in our minds. That's the, that's the shape of the burden. But uh, we pray in the unseen. We ask God that he would do immeasurably more than we can ask or even see or imagine. So we have a timeline of faith as we pray. So what is the truth that you need to wrap your petition around for that loved one, for your marriage, for your kids? Start there. Start with that identity and that promise of God and bring that petition before God as you spend time praying. So I'm going to pray for us that we pray with hearts and eyes of faith and that God would do great and immeasurable things through our prayers this morning. Let's spend some time praying. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that when we pray to you, they're not empty words because we address our Heavenly Father who lives and reigns above all things and nothing is too difficult for you. Your arm is too short that you cannot save. So God, I think of that as we pray to you, we can offer requests to you uh, in the form of standing upon a great, profound, and foundational truth. God, this day I pray for any of our friends in this network who are holding a great deep burden within, and the circumstances of life uh, seem to think that uh, things are unraveling or that things are impossible. God, I pray that you would reveal a great truth, that their eyes would be opened to all that we have access to because of Jesus Christ. And I pray that we would wrap our petitions, not around our circumstances, but wrap our petitions around great truth. So God, all of your promises are yes and amen. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, May we ever cling to you during this hour. May you reveal your word to us. May we stand upon your promises. May we walk by faith. So God, fill us with the enthusiasm of praying to you, the God who transformed who can transform and change all things. So Jesus, be with us. Allow the words to well up in our hearts and minds. Allow the faith to strengthen us and to allow us to take the next faithful step knowing that we belong to a God who never fails, whose love never quits, and it never gives up. So God, sustain us today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.